Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card collector, and investor in professional wrestling fan. I'm sitting here. It's Saturday. I'm fired up. I just got done dropping off some cards for a little submission. This time we're going BGS. Shout out. What's up, BGS? Are you going to get my cards back quickly? I hope so. Probably not, but that's okay. I am all right with that because got to be patient. Got to be patient in the hobby. I hit those uh, upper tier service levels. I got some money coming your way. We'll, We'll see when they come back. The reason why I went BGS this time, and I get this question all the time, how do you decide who you're subbing with? Well, here's the deal. I look at the cards, and if I'm not 100% sure I'm going to hit that 10, then it's debatable. We're open for debate. If I do think it's going to hit that 10, it's going to PSA. If it ain't PSA, don't come around my way. You know it, Kendrick P. If it ain't a 10, got to look for other options. So what do I do? I check out the cards and I look at the sets and I'm a big fan of consistency. Shout out to all you consistent people out there. I know you like consistency with your PCs. So I look at them and I check out the sets and what I'm collecting and I say, all right, is this better for me? Not for anybody else, but for me in a PSA slab or a BGS slab. Those are my two options. I know there's several other options out there. Go support those other options. For me, I'm just a PSA or a BGS guy. So these cards went to BGS for these reasons. One, I did not think, based on what I was seeing on the cards, that they were 100% for sure 10s. And I fell back to the cards and the sets that I'm collecting and the consistency component. So I have... Rookie tickets, championship tickets, which all rookie and championship tickets in football that I have are in BGS slabs. So I'm going to try to hit that 9.5, going to BGS. Then I have some refractor Peyton stuff. I This is actually the reason why this card went to BGS is because PSA sent it back to me originally. And I cracked this card from the case. And they, they said to me there was a sizing issue. So... Sending it to BGS and see if I can get a grade. The other card was Galactic, Malcolm Brogdon Galactic. Building my Galactic collection. I am enjoying the views, everybody. By the way, did you check out the new uh, Revolution set? See those images? See those pictures? I'm like sitting there the whole day. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. I'm glad Revolution is coming back because, you know... It helps me. It, it probably helps the value of my sets when I'm, uh, you know, as I'm building this out and I'm looking all through all these pictures and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, where's the Galactics, everybody? And finally, there was buried in some post by Panini America, there was a Kyra Lewis Jr. Galactic. I'm like, show me the gold, baby. Show me the shine. That should be what you're featuring front and center and talk to me about how limited these babies are. You you market that to me, a Galactics guy? I might be ripping some wax. I might be first on the line. I might be overpaying 200% for some hobby boxes. 
But you got to promote it a little better. Come on, Panini America. That's the chase. That's the gra- Those are the grails in there. You don't think someone wants a LaMelo Ball Galactic? Put that front and center, baby. Get us itchy. Shout out to all you LaMelo people. I am just, just sidetracking. I'm just sidetracking on this, but that's okay. Anyways, back to BGS. So I got my, but my, most of my Galactics are in BGS slabs. So I chose BGS. It's a my thing. It's a consistency thing. You know what? Have your own mechanisms for grading cards. Support all the grading companies. Um, it's a good thing for the hobby. And you know what? They're going to get back to a place that hopefully is respectable at some point. Prices are going up, whatever. You know, it sucks. But, you know, at the same time, it it's your business, right? The demand is so high, you got to do something about it. Hopefully. A lot of the junk that's getting sent through stops because we all know that junk is holding up the process. My recommendation for everybody is just up your service levels, okay? You know, it might not be three days. It might not be five days. It might be a month later. But if you want the cards back, just pay the extra 100 bucks or whatever, 150 bucks. I know it seems like a lot for grading, but it's all situational. Find your situation. There's a lot that's going to be just told in this episode. We've got a lot to cover and it's kind of all over the place, but there are some themes. I think the big theme for me in this one is the elevation of human beings and elevation of human beings that are doing the right thing in the hobby and how we need to be focusing in on saying thank you, showing respect, using our platform to make sure other people know about these peeps. So we're going to talk about that. Talk about people. Talk about elevation of the hobby. I've got a wide variety of topics of things that that are just on my mind. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to cover a lot of ground like we always do on this Wednesday episode. This is my opportunity to sit here on Saturday morning. This is coming to you on Wednesday. And let it's my therapy. I'm just letting it air out, man. It's it's last night. Last night is my Friday. It's the unwind from the crazy. The crazy is my new job and my new uh work and you know what it is damn hard to to build a company from scratch let me tell you that but it's fun it's satisfying shout out to all you entrepreneurs out there it is a grind but i am loving every second of it and it's a tough transition for me to shut it all the way off and then step into weekend and relaxation mode and step into that that reminds me of a step into the light man uh man what was that uh eric b and rakim or no, KRS-One, that's what I'm talking about. Shout out to all you KRS-One fans. I might need to go put that on the, the turntable um, after I'm done with this. But it's It's hard for me to shut it off and step into the relaxation mode of the weekend. I'm always grinding and always working. And so that's why doing this is like therapy for me. We're going to talk about sports cards, baby. That's what we do on this podcast. I, I do want to start here. I'm so thankful and I have so much gratitude for everything that's happening with Stacking Slabs, all the downloads, all the messages, the growth on the social channels. It's becoming a brand, baby. We're having fun. This isn't just about me. This isn't. And I know it's not hokey either. It's not. It's, it's about the hobby. It's, it's not about you. It's not about me. It is about the hobby. And by God, we need to protect this hobby because we love it. And it causes so much joy. It's an escape and so, so many good vibes and so many good feelings. And that's what this show is about, the protection of 
this hobby that we love. So when I sit up here and I talk, I'm doing it because I want to give back to this hobby, the hobby that gives me so much joy. And I always think to myself, what's the next step for stacking slabs? What are we doing next? What, what's next on the agenda? And you know I'm strapped for time. I am, but that's okay. I'm going to always find avenues and always find ways. One of the ways that I decided to take the next step and push it forward, because I think there's going to be an opportunity here, is something that I'm about to talk about. Oftentimes, I like to fuse my professional world with what I'm doing on Stacking Slabs. It makes sense. It's content, it's marketing. I'm building a content marketing company in the B2B software as a service space. That's what I'm doing. We're grinding, baby. Launch in May. Pre-launch mode now. but It's pre-launch mode, but I'm doing a podcast. I'm creating content. That's what you do, man. Build in public. Build in public, man. Get people to trust you. Hey, everyone who is starting a company in the sports card market, attention. Here's a PSA. Not, not PSA like grading. This is a public service announcement. Build in public. Don't do anything behind the scenes. People, when you do the big reveal, about two people are going to care about it, okay? You, it's a lot less people than you think. The best way to gain traction for what you're doing is build in public. And when I mean build in public, that means talking about what you're doing, the, the roadblocks you're having, building content, talking with other people in your industry. That's what you do now. That's Transparency is king, okay? So that's what I'm doing on the pro side. I'm doing that on the pro side. And I'm, I'm doing, I'm get, we're getting a lot of traction. I'm building an audience. It's fun. So get this audience together. And so when we do launch our product, we've been giving them value the whole time. And now it's, hey, everyone, you want to check out our product? People are like, yeah, I'm getting value from you. Let's go check it out. So that's kind of the world I'm operating in. And it's fun. Now, when I'm thinking about stacking slabs and thinking about some of the things I do, I'm like, huh, I wonder what I could do over here. if I could plug that into stacking slabs. And one of the things that was very apparent and made a lot of sense to me is just the idea of. I'm doing this on the pro side is let's just start a newsletter on a weekly basis for the stacking slabs family. And this will be an opportunity. I like to write. I'm a writer. I write, I author, I, I enjoy it. It's easy for me. It's easy for me to share my perspective. It's a skill set that I have. It's a skill set that I've been schooled on. Um, so I like to write. So I said to myself before I was jumping on here, what can we be doing here? What, what? And I said, yeah, let's, let's start a newsletter. Now, this newsletter is going to kick ass. I'm telling you, not like, not like any other newsletters. Part of the reason why it's going to kick ass, it's going to promote other people, okay? It's going to promote what's going on in the hobby. I'm going to share my thoughts. There's, it's, we're going to grow this thing out. And it, every time, it, it's going to take a little bit, okay, to get it off the ground. But every time that you receive it in your inbox, you're going to be like, hell yeah, this is what I'm talking about, this newsletter. And my hope is, you know what, like if there are companies out there, those companies that might be building stuff, and if you're building stuff, build it in public companies, and you've got a product that you think can benefit the greater good, potentially there's an opportunity to put some placement in there, okay? Potentially there's opportunity for me to promote other things that I'm doing with Stacking Slides. It is going to be an evolution, man, and we're going to get this newsletter off the ground. So here's the deal. When is the first newsletter going to go live? Well, let's just say 
this Friday, okay? So if you're listening to this episode, the first newsletter will go live this Friday. This is all you have to do to get the newsletter. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Drop your email. You're going to be on the list. You're going to be on the list to receive the newsletter. I'll probably also put the link in my Instagram handle because that's where in my Instagram bio because that's it seems like that's where everyone is uh, connected with me. Um, I don't know if they'll allow me to do that. We'll see. But for sure, go to the show notes of this page, click it, drop in your email. You're going to get the, the weekly rip, man. That's what we're doing here. So I'm going to author this newsletter, put other people over, promote the good stuff, share my perspective. It's going to be an extension of what we're doing on the SSP Stacking Slabs podcast. I'm fired up. Okay, here, here we go. Did anyone... I, when this when this goes live, it's it's like for a week week or has already passed by. But I just got to shout out my man, the Don Luka Doncic. Talk about a baller, man! Just guy, the guy is just ridiculous. Just double three to win the game. That's what he does. Prices are going up. It's what Luka does. I think it was good perspective for me to talk to my man G. Shout out my man G. At the Lucky Show 05. Follow that man. Wealth of knowledge. But you know, I've obviously I'm not fortunate to ha- fortunate enough to have a massive Luca PC. I wish I did. But my questions to these Luca guys are, are you a little nervous? Are you a little scared? In the perspective that my man Jeep said about, I think I'm in the sweet spot. Like, this is great. Like, you know, Jordan didn't win his championship until blah. And, you know, like. That's a really that's coming from a place of abundance. That man is enjoying these moments. He's enjoying that three point those three point daggers. He's enjoying holding the cards. So I just love that. And go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Hobby Hustle from last week with my man G from The Luca Show. Go check it out. After I saw Luca drop that, I had recorded the episode. I was like, man, shout out all you Luca collectors. You're having fun. You know, I'm not having fun right now. It's my my pacers are on a little bit of a a, a skid. Got to see, got to have worlds collide. Steph beating up the Pacers, and then the Pacers lost on national TV uh, to Boston. Hopefully, they get things on track. What I want to say here, man, the NBA is fun. Shout out to all you NBA de- degenerates, league pass people, man. All-Star Game's coming up. Shout out to the All-Star Game. I love the NBA. The Association. Adam Silver. Making it happen. Keeping things together and making it fun. I'm going to talk about other people and the promotion of other people at the end of this episode. But I would be remiss. And I just want to say this first and foremost. There is so much content that I consume in the hobby on a regular basis. And it's all really great. And I'm very thankful that people are consistent and people are putting out stuff. And I just can't, I can't say enough about it. I just want to say, for me, there is so much good that is happening. So just go and enjoy it. Every week, consistently, I'm listening to other shows. I'm gaining perspective. I'm gaining insights and, and listening to stories. And it's great. And I'm an audio guy. I listen to a ton of podcasts. If you've got a sports card podcast, chances are I'm listening to it regularly. I just want to say, like, shout out to all you sports card podcasters out there. Shout out to everyone who's creating content, even if you're on the YouTube side. Of course, like, there is a lot of good YouTubers out there. Um, 
we should all do whatever we can to support these shows, okay? Um, one example, like I, I love the the div- diversity with some of the shows I'm listening to. So I've t- it's, I've talked about him a lot, and you probably already listened to him, but I appreciate Wax Museum and what Kyle does because he's very prepared and he provides a bunch of he gathers opinions, gather gathers thoughts, provides his own and always has an interesting topic that relates with the history of basketball cards. It can be current. It can be, you know, something from the past. And that's why I like his show. It's always something different, and I always leave it, and I always learn something from it. Another show that just always, it's like a weekly listen for me. And these guys, they uh, have good banter. They do their homework. They engage in the community. And I just think, they do a very nice job of presenting information and it's completely different from Kyle and the wax museum. It's more on the prices. It's more on what's happening in goodbyes and, and maybe not so goodbyes. And that's the card talk guys, you know, that, that show um, with Lou uh, Tyler and Ryan is a consistent listen for me just because it gives me a little different flavor of the hobby. And I'm not saying I listen to those guys and I'm saying, oh, well, let me go make some plays based on what they're saying. For me, it's more, oh, okay, this is what the market is interested in. And here are some things that that I might not be seeing, but that are happening. And I just like the perspective. Different flavors of hobby content, okay? It's kind of how I feel, too, about listening to the crossover uh, podcast every week. That show covers a lot of ground. It covers... The good, the bad, the ugly. It goes through prices and dips. It goes, it's perspective. And that's why I like the show. So none of those shows are the same. They're all very different. And that's why I like all of those shows because they're not trying to be like one another. They're unique. They stand out. And that this is me, Brett, on the Stacking Slab show, using my platform to say, go listen to those guys. Go, go support their shows. Go do that because the more people that are tuning into stuff like that, the more educated and schooled and knowledge you will have. There's this big wave right now of mainstream platforms putting out these shows from these guys who are in the game trying to tell you what to do and trying to use shock value and try to do all this gimmick stuff, whatever. People are going to do what they want to do. If it's not helpful, I have no interest in that. What I can say is that no matter what, us nerds creating content, yep, nerds, all right, that might have been used in a show. We won't mention any names because we don't put over those sorts of people here on the Stacking Slabs podcast. Us nerds who are out here, who are passionate, who are spending our own time, I'm spending my own money on this show. Think I'm making any money on Stacking Slabs? No. Am I asking you to pay for Stacking Slabs? No. This is passion, and it's undeniable, okay? So if if you, as a new participant and a new entrant who's creating content, wants to slam people like me who's spending the little time I have to give back to the community, bring it. Come at me. Let's go. You want to have a conversation? Let's go. Let's see if you can hang. Man, I'm fired up. But go check out those shows. Wax Museum, Card Talk, Crossover. You know those are my shows. We're having some wild times here on the Stacking Slabs podcast. I'm seeing a lot of downloads and a lot of growth. It's just fun for me.
You people rule. It's inspiring. I have gotten to the point where we are nearing the year mark of this show. And I just said, you know what? I'm having a blast. My, I have a lot of gas left in the tank. Let me just share some perspective on some things I've learned in one year's time. I think these are 10 things, maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. Let me run through these real quick. Everybody does the hobby different. You've got people that have been collecting and they don't sell anything. They're hoarders and they love just holding on stuff. Shout out and more power to those people. You have people who are trying to make a quick buck and a quick flip. You have people who are trying to get ahead of trends. You have people that are riding on trends. You have people that want to rip retail. You have people who love breaks and like to gamble a little bit. Everybody does the hobby different, okay? That's a big learning. I think that's what the diversity in the hobby, I think that's what makes it fun. You don't have to, you don't have to like everything, but I think that's, that's what makes it fun. So have an open mind. That people are going to do things and say things that may cause you to scratch your head. That's okay. Everyone does the hobby different. In that note, ignore people that piss you off, okay? You have the choice as the owner of your platform to ignore, block, not respond. That's on you. Like If someone is pissing you off in the hobby, just get rid of them, okay? Get rid of them because this is something that you should enjoy and you have the opportunity to curate your own experience. You have your own opportunity to curate your own experience. So don't let people piss you off. If someone's pissing you off, put on the blockers, man. This is an escape. This is vacation. I've talked about it. I'm grinding, building companies. Like We're all busy people, kids. People have crazy jobs. Life is wild right now. When you turn to the hobby, you should be putting on the sunblockers, man. should feel like you got a towel. You got your, your uh, board shorts on and your flip-flops. You're jumping on the beach, man. You're looking on eBay. You're searching for cards. You're interacting with people. You're looking at prices. Don't ever forget this is an escape and we all should enjoy it. Got to be adaptable. So much is changing around us. You've got just Nat Turner and the PSA news and all of that, which is great stuff, man. I'm all for that. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering on the sidelines because I think Nat Turner's the right guy to be the chair of that company. Got the crazy stuff happening with Golden. You've got prices going up. Be adaptable. Stuff is always going to happen that's outside your control. But you got to be adaptable. Find your lanes. Find the way areas that you are, are going to give you enjoyment. Don't lose sight of that. If it looks funny, it's probably funny, okay? There's not, there's not too many deals going on in the hobby. Just be cautious. Be vigilant. In an unregulated market, in an unregulated in- industry, it is on us to be the eyes and ears of what's happening. Be cautious. While we all do different things in the hobby, I think it is very important to, ha- to lead with a collector's mindset. I have never, I can tell you when I've led with a collector's mindset, I've never regretted any moves I've made because it allows you to not necessarily focus and lead with the price, but it allows you to focus in and lead on with things that you want to have possession on. Of course, the price of those cards and where they might be going is of interest and that helps make decisions in the hobby. But don't lead with financial gains and buying cards of guys you don't care about. 
that usually doesn't end well. I know it hasn't for me. Lead with have a collector's mindset. There are so many trends happening in the hobby. If people are talking about them on a weekly basis, you're probably too late. Don't go chase trends just to try to make money. That's where people get twisted. Go find your trends. And the way you find trends is doing the work, man. There's so many opportunities. This hobby is vast. It is incredible. There are so many different segments and they all don't work like each other. The wrestling card industry and market is very, very different than what's happening with vintage basketball cards. It's very different. And people who operate in these different pools know that. And so you got to adjust to that. And you got to do the work to find those opportunities. The way, what leads and what charges this all is passion. You got to be passionate. Be passionate about sports cars. Be passionate about this market. Give back and contribute. And all, always, you know what my final one is. It's turn left, baby, when everyone else is going right. That's what I'm talking about. If you think I'm doing a good job on this show, hit that subscribe button. Come on. Leave a review. Would love that. Follow me across all social channels at Stacking Slabs. Talking about creators, I think we're all creators, right? I shout out Wax Museum, Card Talk. I shout it out Crossover, but here's the deal. You don't need the best equipment. You don't need a production studio. You don't need to start with editing. Start with honesty. Everyone can be a content creator. Share your experiences. People will follow you if you're being honest and you're being consistent. We all have many computers inside of our pockets, man. We've got channels to engage. Share your knowledge. Everyone has unique knowledge. That is the power. Sharing the knowledge. And it, you might not have a show. You don't need a show to be a creator, man. Be you. Share what you got. Because there are plenty of people out there that are dying for information and gathering information. And that's part of the reason why I want to put a newsletter together. It's part of the reason why I want to send stuff out is because I want to curate content that matters to you, the collector and the sports card market and the sports card hobby who has a wealth of knowledge but also has a lot of space left to learn more. I know that's you. That's me, and I know what my audience is like. I got a, a, a note from my man, uh, Mandow underscore Cards of Cascadia. This dude, man. <laughs> Such a such a homie. Uh, he gave me a compliment this week. And this guy's like making his own cards. So go check out his page, by the way. Um, but he gave me a compliment. And he just basically said, you know, I was talking about a topic. And it's what he's been thinking about. And he just gave me a good feedback. And he was just like, you know, like, dude, you, uh, you've got a good hold and grip on your audience. And I appreciated that, man. I was like, dude, that means a lot to you, to me. So, so go sh shout out uh, Mando. Mando. All right. Let's see here. I also got to shout out my man, High End Kyler. And just want to say, you mother. This guy, we have been back and forth so many times. Indianapolis homie. Um, we collect the same guys. His Kyler Murray collection I've, I've talked about on the show is second to none. It's outrageous. But of course, he's in the Carson Wentz game. And I talked about last week how yeah, a bunch of the cards that I re really was after and saved in my listings were gone when Carson got traded to the Colts. Well, now I know who bought him. My man, high-end Kyler, in the Carson Wentz market. It's kind of fun, though. I got a homie out there who's 
collecting the two quarterbacks that I'm collecting. But man, now I know I got some Carson competition out there. All the Carson collectors are coming out of the woodwork. I do think it's fun too. And this is the crazy part about the hobby. It seemed like, you know, probably Carson wins from a sports card collecting uh, community. It felt like it was on a, a deathbed for a while there. But now these guys with these Carson Wentz collectors or collections are coming out of the woodwork. I'm getting messages from them and they're just like, this is just so much fun. Like I've got all this collection and I've got this passion and it's people from North Dakota and people who've just been following them forever. And there's like, it's just so much fun that there's interest back in this player and I'm having fun. So gives me, gives me a little goosebumps there. Those are positive vibes. And I think it's fun. Speaking of fun, Football cards, baby. Let's go. Shout out to all you football card degenerates. I know I'm one. I'm seeing some things in the hobby that are interesting. Some of those things I'm seeing in the hobby are all-time highs right now. It's interesting in the football card market. Usually, things slow down and pick back up right before the season. But I'm seeing Kyler Murray, premier level, base PSA 10, all-time high this week. Derek Henry, silver, PSA 10, all-time high. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, no Super Bowl dip. People are all in on football cards, and I think that is fantastic because football is a sport. just seems like the hobby doesn't realize this. It's a sport that we all care about. We're all deeply invested on a weekly basis. And now I think we're starting to see some traction and year-long momentum. It is a year-long sport. The offseason's happening. That's influencing this hype. There's just craziness. There's the draft. There's OTAs. There's training camp. You know, it's a season long. It's whether they're playing or not, there's still a lot of action and activity. And I think now it's cranking up where football cards are in a place that I don't think they'll ever reach the heights of basketball cards. That's almost impossible. But football cards, man. I think they're beginning to get the recognition that they deserve. And here are some reasons why I think football cards are popping right at the right time. And I think this is sustainable. I think Tom Brady undeniably makes the world go round. And his seventh Super Bowl is the best thing that could have possibly happened for the football card market. You need that goat. You need that MJ type figure within your community to really get things humming along. And the fact that Tom Brady is still active. The fact that new product is coming out with Tom Brady and Bucks gear in in gear that he won the Super Bowl in, like you don't think there's a tremendous interest in that national treasure. You don't think people are going to be chasing Tom Brady Bucks national treasure cards? I think so. Select optic people are fiending off of getting Tom Brady stuff. It's not just about the rookies. Tom Brady is a huge reason why this football card market is popping the way it is. People are buying Marvel cards. Why wouldn't be people be buying football cards? It just it makes sense, right? If people are have all these alternate plays that they're going after, just like duh, like I'm just going to get more vested in football cards. For me it's like you know how much I love football cards, right? You know that. And for me, it's just, I've had more fun interacting with people that are deeply invested in quarterbacks and the learning from their approach on how to level up. And it just makes a lot of sense to me. So I'm always going to be in the football card game. 
Peyton Manning, man, favorite athlete of all time is going to the Hall of Fame. Big Hall of Fame class. That helps the, the support and growth of the hobby. Look at Peyton Manning's cards right now, man. When I started buying Peyton Manning cards when I got back in the hobby, I couldn't understand it, how, why they were so cheap. Well, I'm thankful that I'm going to be the beneficiary of some of these uh, prices. It's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm thankful. But Peyton Manning, he is a transcendent player. And he matters. That helps. Pat Mahomes. Yeah, the last time we saw him play, maybe not the greatest. A little bit of out, outside of his control. He matters. He is someone who matters in the hobby. And his prices aren't seeing a dip like they did after last Super Bowl. So much off-season movement at quarterback. So much speculation. What does the hobby love? Speculation. Where's Russ Wilson going? Where's you know Deshaun Watson going? People trying to get ahead of the curbs. High and Kyler beat me to the Carson Wentz cards that I wanted because he leaned a little, he leaned into the um, speculation a little harder than me. I thought Carson was going to the Colts, but I wanted to see it on paper. High and Kyler, he decided to gamble a little bit and it paid off. Football, I just talked about it, but football is a year round sport and we're not seeing an off season right now. Rare and scarce cards win. They're winning. Think about the young QBs, man. Talking about Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray's almost a vet compared to these guys. Herbert, Burrow, Tua, the Trevor Lawrence wave is coming through. Lot of positive indicators for the health of the football card market. Man, shout out Golden. Shout out King Golden. I sat there and watched on Instagram TV. A He was getting submissions in and... Just he sat there for like 40 minutes and just showed off cards. Absurd, man. Ridiculous. There is some high-end stuff happening over there. Um, shout out Max, Basketball Card Therapy. He put in an episode with uh, She Collects Cards. It's awesome. We're getting some, some females on the sports card podcast. They talked a lot about Top Shot. That's fine. It's a debate. I've got thoughts on Top Shot. I don't really want to get into it because this is a sports card podcast. Okay? That's my stance. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw shade on it, but I'm just saying. I do marketing for a living, everybody. I watch what every one of these companies that steps into our space does. I need a full episode to unload the chamber, and I'm just not ready to do it. If you're, if you're having fun with Top Shot, more power to you. But I don't, I'm not really interested in giving Top Shot a lot of time on my podcast about sports cards, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Lameem is killing me with his memes. Diet Coke out of my nostrils. Always got to plug Lameem when I can, man. Thank you, brother. You're making me smile. A guy I don't know if I ever plugged on this show, but is consistent with his content. And he, I think he might be having a, sh a show. And if he does have a show that's dropping, you better believe I'm going to be listening. But my man, Cardboard Ballers, and you know catchphrases. I'm a big fan. Go check out Cardboard Ballers on IG if you're not already. And you know why I like him? Because he's real and he's consistent. And what does he say? He says, good morning, hobby community. God, I love catchphrases. And good morning, hobby community is my man, Cardboard Ballers. Go hit follow on his account. A good brother in the hobby. Speaking of hobby, hobby hustle this week. Got a good one. My man, Sierra, California card collector, going to talk about Kobe. 
going to talk about sports cards, the market, the industry. I am fired up to chat with him. He is a wealth of knowledge, and I've just had so much fun interacting with him over an extended period of time that I said, hey, man, let's get some time. So that episode is coming to you live. (laughs) I'm talking catchphrases, man. Got to do the Eddie. Um, On Friday, Hobby Hustle. Prism Basketball. Is everyone uh, getting itchy? Are people being degenerates? Are we getting ready to order some hobby boxes? Goodness. I'll tell you what. There are some cards in there that I'll be chasing. I probably won't be spending two grand or whatever it's going to cost on a hobby box. But undeniably, prison basketball means something. It is an important piece of the hobby. It's important. It's the set. It matters. So the new pictures came out of cards. I think I might have seen a gold Steph Curry promoted. We talked about that with my man G. That's a card I certainly want. I know know G wants it. Off to the races. All right, we're going to round the corner here. We're going to talk. We're going to do a little promotion. We're going to leave this show with good vibes. But before I do that, we all get an itch, ripping the packs, buying into the break, the final seconds of an auction, smashing bin. These moments can provide the jolt we need to remind us all that this is supposed to be a lot of fun. Don't forget that, please. This is supposed to be a lot of fun. All right. This is what I'm going to do. So instead of doing a mailbag this week, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to get on my Instagram stories. I'm going to say, hey, everyone, we need to talk about people that are making you happy. Like, give me some nominations. And I got some nominations. It was awesome. So I'm going to do this. This is good vibes for the community. My man, who's always first to freaking market, always first to market is my man, Jay Kinney. He's been a day one stacking slabs supporter. Jay Kinney, you're the man. I appreciate all your support. I really do. I asked, and this is what Jay said. He nominates Chris, which I know Chris, at the Sports Card PT. Not only does he have good injury breakdowns and hobby impact, but I love that he shares his PC unabashedly. You can really see the joy he takes in creating it and make, makes me want to create a better more me PC, if you will. Couldn't agree more. I'm so fired up. Chris is the first guy that gets put over here. Not only does he create awesome content, I agree, it's unique content, but this guy, he is a Texas A&M fan, okay? So he is constantly sharing Texas A&M cards in college jerseys, those card players that went pro, and it's awesome, and that's him. And I think he's a great member of the hobby community. And I'm so fired up he gets represented here. All right. Next one from Brian Reynolds underscore collectibles. Brian, he gave me a little love. want to thank you for that, brother. Um, but he says he gives gratitude to Matt Powers at Pow- uh, Powers Autographs, Patrick Ryan, P. Ryan Collection, and Jay over at Mojo Autographs. Um, he said the the four of us have been nothing but helpful, responsive, caring, and all-around good dudes who I definitely would buy around for. The more guys like the ones I mentioned, the better the community gets. Thank you for that, Brian. I appreciate that, brother. All right, the next one goes to the Boulevard of Cards. All right, here we go. Peter Pac-Man for sure. What up, Pac? I've been in some clubhouse rooms with him, and he's been nothing but positive. He's trying to entertain, educate, and include. Damn it, should have thought of a word that starts with E. <laughs> Thanks for all you're doing, Brett. 
Oh man, you you got it, brother. That's awesome. Of course, Peter Pacman is a pillar of the hobby community. All right, we got the Prime Finders. Prime Finders, another one of my my favorite dudes here. Zan Morning, aka Wrestling with Cards. Guy just delivers so much heat from the past and helps us find more passion in the cards we love growing up and wrestling cards that we're all starting to get. It's curtain call. I love the curtain call phrase. You got it, Prime Finders. Zan Morning is a good brother of the hobby and definitely if you're interested in wrestling cards go hit subscribe on wrestling with cards one of the first wrestling shows out there at zan morning on instagram um definitely a good brother all right we got the guy with the most absurd galactics collection of all time mission underscore street cards um he said the green fundamental He's helped me source many dozens of my Galactics and hasn't ever asked for a thing in return. A genuine stand-up guy and collector. Shout out the Green Fundamental. Unfamiliar, but I'm going to hit follow on that. That's for sure. Thank you, Mission Street Cards. Jason Hankins, 12. He said he likes Sasha T's content on YouTube. Nice little quick videos and some input on how the market is going. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. We got my man Ozzy Grail Chaser 77. He says Adam Lefko because he keeps it real. Lefko does keep it real. Shout out Adam Lefko. Got nothing but time for that. Vintage Pacers, one of my Pacers homies, says I'll nominate car the card wagon and son son of a well, let's see here. Son of a son of a seller. For the segment you mentioned. I've I've got I've done deals with them and they've been flawless. His IG content. Is both from both of his accounts is fun and he's just a good dude. Always looking for those sorts of recommendations. Thank you, Vintage Pacers. Got my man Kellen K Dizzle underscore cards. He says ML card stop. Matt has done nothing of awesome and made two deals. And then we started talking. Just a lot of content there from uh, Kellen on why uh, he thinks ML card stop is a good follow. Thanks, brother. And then the final one is four. One, two, underscore sports cards. He says, advantage sports cards. Steve, Dirty Bird Flips. Tommy, what's up, Tommy? And at GTSM.HI, Gavin. He says, Steve has selflessly shared plays, with, which is something that don't get much. Uncensored talking about cars and his best plays just out of kindness. Tommy at Dirty Bird Flips is such a kind and generous man. I spent some time showing him an Excel sheet, and I made to track cards and getting him to set it up. He sent me a Jaron Jackson Jr. Blue Velocity rookie because he knew that was my favorite player. People like this make the hobby go round. <laughs> yes, baby. They do. They do so much. Oh, man. I'm just going to stop there. That makes me so happy. I hope it makes you happy. Let's enjoy this hobby. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. I'll be back on Friday with my man, Sierra. Let's go. Let's go.